Hey, JP. Hey, Steve. So, uh, how's your week? There is a brick living, taking up residence in my stomach. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was either the first or second episode of this show that we talked about this donut shop that we both wanted to try. And we were debating actually going during the episode. And JP and I decided that as soon as I got out of work, we went to this donut shop. Yep. And JP, how was it? What was our experience? Uh, so we got there. Thought they were closed. We were like, oh, no, it's so late. Five minutes before they're closing. Mm-hmm. We probably won't even get a donut. They might not even be open. Maybe they closed early. Get up to the door. Turns out it's open very open mm-hmm. not only that lots of donuts left lots of donuts and there's a man counting money at, at like a table in the middle of the place yep. but there are no customers None. at all and no, lots no. of donuts left lots of donuts so we decide we'll buy a smattering of mm-hmm. donuts and he decides to use a little math on them yeah so <laughs> you know we're, we're four people in total so we're like you know what we're gonna get probably two donuts each there were like eight different kinds of donuts right so we figure all right we'll get to try one each, of each one, one yeah. cut them up you know sample yep and not eat a ton of donuts nope. but <laughs> as fate would have it nature has its <laughs> nature finds a way <laughs> we're, we're like standing at the counter like sort of formulating this idea together and the, the man, like feels healthy enough yeah it was like, like okay. okay it's not the most extreme thing i could do no and you know they're they're bigger donuts and and the yeah. man just he starts just filling a box. Just starts throwing donuts in a box. And we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, at first, at first I was like, okay, you know, he's making an order for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Or I that was the only idea I had. There was, yeah. <laughs> we're looking around. This place is desolate. Yeah. And as so and then and then I'm like, wait, he's putting together our order just based on what he's heard, but he just heard really wrong because he's not putting the donuts <laughs> we talked about into the box. <laughs> and he's two, taking two or three of each one. Yep. And then it turns out he's just gonna give us. 18 donuts. Yep, 18 donuts <laughs> for eight, the, the price of eight. The price of eight. So we get a 10 donut discount. Oh my gosh. And um, we basically made money on the deal. We pr- we basically did. We could probably go out on the street, sell some of these donuts, and make our money back. Why didn't we do that? That would have been a good that idea. Would have been such a good idea. But instead, uh, JP and I, two people, decided we would eat nine donuts apiece. Yep. And that's that's how we died. That's oh, what's on our gravestone. Gosh. But yeah, lived a, lived a great life until they ate nine donuts apiece and died. <laughs> uh, Loved his dog. Ate nine donuts. We honestly we we probably didn't even eat a full two each. Mm-mm. And I feel like I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad inside. Oh, there's like a weight just sitting and crushing yeah. my organs, and that weight is two donuts. And I said I would drink some seltzer, maybe like help my belly out, so I wouldn't complain about it throughout mm-hmm. the whole episode. And I start out <laughs> by just full on complaining about how much my belly hurts. Uh, Part of the course. Yeah. Oh. They were okay. Yeah, they were. Uh, I give them um, seven out of twenty. Yeah. Or or eighteen out of eight. 18 out of 8. 18 out of 8. Mm, you're giving a pretty high score at that point, actually. Yeah, it's like a reverse fraction. Yeah, it's like 225% or something. Something like that. Yeah. They're, they're doing great. Wow, they're probably, it's probably the best donut I will ever eat, I guess, according to that metric. Yeah. But, I mean, free uh, donuts are good donuts. Let's be honest there. Free donuts are good donuts. You're right. It doesn't matter where they're that from is, at that point. That is privilege at that point where <laughs> we're like, oh, no, he gave me 18 donuts and I <sighs> ate a bunch. Now my tummy doesn't feel good. How dare he? Yep. I got 18 free donuts. Well, 10 free 10 donuts. 10 free donuts. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Not all, not all bad. Not all bad. You know what? It's okay. Yeah. So that was uh, that was the time after work, and now we're recording this podcast. That's right. Uh, this is point by point a weekly conversation between JP Camara and Steve Carroll, where we. Oh, right. I like that. That's pretty good. You want to start over and try it again? Yeah. Let's go. All right. This is point by point a weekly yeah. conversation between JP Camara and Steve Carroll, where we consider consider life questions. questions. Yep. Something, 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 something. And, and we spoil the movie. movie. Yes, we. Everything is ruined by yeah. us throughout the course of. But we let you know in the notes and not tell you where. Mostly, Maybe we should tell we people where to. the spoils happen. Potentially, yeah. The problem is, is we don't quite know where they're happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true. Uh, so that sorry. Is true. And sorry, honestly, if we don't think about what to spoil when we start the show. We not even a little just bit. through the course of conversation and spoil things. Spoiling something. Yeah, you spoiled a book one time. <laughs> I think so. I think it was like Eat, Pray, Love or something. People. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler: right? <laughs> JP is going to win friends and influence and influence at them. least some people. Yeah. So watch out. I'm yep. coming for you. He convinced me to do this podcast, and then he convinced his wife to marry him in mm-hmm. no particular order. I was going to say, <laughs> I convinced you to do this podcast before I asked Nicole to marry me, before podcasts even existed. Yeah, it's been a crazy week. Yeah, one week. <laughs> he invented podcasts and convinced a woman of his dreams to marry him. That's right. And she All did. this week. Yeah, and then we went back in time. We changed history. Just, oh my gosh, I was almost going to say what that's like. But I'm not. I'm not going to spoil that thing. What's that like? Nothing. <laughs> There's a. If perhaps it's about a game. The game. Thrones are involved. Oh no! You can't. You you can't. <laughs> that would be that'd yeah. be an unfair game. Although by the point this airs, yeah, it'll never air. But if it ever does, <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be twelve years from when that happened in the show if we do some sort of time traveling yes mm-hmm. um that's a, that's actually an interesting point i mean like a lot of podcasts or anything where people talk about stuff or they might be spoiling something they'll be like ah whatever sorry we spoiled this thing but it was from six years ago mm-hmm. you know is there like a is there like a six months six weeks what, what at what point Stat- can you spoil? statute of limitations yeah statute of limitations on spoiling something it depends who you talk to there that's true people on the internet have all sorts of opinions no yeah <laughs> i don't believe you yeah um <laughs> some people would be angry if you spoiled casablanca or sound of music even you're right actually yeah oh i haven't seen that i was gonna get around to it it's like well kind of sucks to suck yeah but now you know how it ends now you know how casablanca ends because he he lives in that giant hill of beans right yeah i think he goes back to the castle and back in his coffin or yeah something. And, he, and he covers himself in blanca clearly neither <laughs> seen castle, castle blanca, blanca. <laughs> castle blanca. <laughs> which which as we all know means castle white castle white the vampire king the white house is that what castle oh blanca shoot is? oh shoot oh dang Casablanca. 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 Did you go to Casablanca? No, we already talked about We talked about me going to Casablanca. Oh my gosh, for the rest of my life, the White House would be Casablanca. (laughs) (laughs) Is is Blanca white? Blanca's white and Casa means house. Oh, yeah. But it's it's like, isn't it? No, I just said castle because it sounded like No, no, no. I I mean, I know it's not castle. But the is it Casablanca? Is that how you spell it? Like C A S A and then well, Blanca? it'd be space. Yeah, sure, sure. But sure. I, I think like in uh, it's in, a place. In Spanish, right? it'd be Blanca. It'd be 
No, it's Casablanca. Yeah, because it's House White. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. These are two dudes discovering I something would, new. I would swear, listening to this, that we're on drugs right now. <laughs> but it's only these donuts. It's, literally, <laughs> it's, it's the donuts. Flour, water, sugar, eggs, yeast. Yeah, I couldn't get figure out that that and was donuts one time. Deep but. fryer. That's all it is. All it is. And apparently, like, I don't know, LSD? What the heck? Oh, We're making connections that... Just microdosing I was donuts. listening. So that book that I talked about that I didn't like that much, Stealing Fire, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like it, but I just didn't get that much out of it. They talk about how certain, like, ecstasy-type experiences cause you to um, associate things that sometimes are profound, but most of the time are, like not important or nonsensical yeah and it has to do with like a, a heightening of your dopamine and a lowering of like the firing of your like in your prefrontal cortex huh. and it allows you to like quickly make connections with a bunch of things but it also like so many things seem profound yeah. um and that just reminded me of that like like oh like oh casablanca like we're the white house <laughs> like this is a profound idea and it the the trigger for that our ecstasy <laughs> is coming from a brick-shaped donut yep. that is now permanently living in my stomach yeah it lives there now and it's never gonna it's leave it's never gonna you leave can't get rid of it right later on i'm gonna be like i think it's gone and no 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 it's a little ninja stowaway yeah. that's just in the corner of my stomach now you have kidney stones no it's just a donut yeah is there something protruding from the corner of your <laughs> flesh? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. That's it's a square donut I ate. 17 years ago. <laughs> oh, hey, you can't tell the square? Oh, right. This is liable. Yeah. This no, I'm sure a lot of people love these. <clears throat> there were some qualities to them that were good, but yeah. it rem- I think I meant it reminds me of Krispy Kreme. Yeah. I can't it, do Krispy well, Kreme. Well, the feeling. It's the Krispy Kreme feeling. That they're very yeah, different they products. Yeah, they don't taste like They taste pretty good. They do taste pretty good. I just don't love them. But yeah. they, you know, I'm sure a lot of people do. But that's not on them. That's on us. Yes, you know. I agree. I just want to make. I want to be clear. Yeah. We're not lie. We know we're not. I don't want to throw shade on any donut places. No, no unless they really stink, not. like like Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. But Dunkin' Donuts can take the heat. Yeah, and their French crawler. Honestly, I think the Dunkin' Donuts French crawler is really good. Actually, I love their. Uh, it is what's to the... donuts as like Domino's is to pizza. Right. It's like well, the the normal. All most of their donuts are, but you're saying the crawler is just stuff. Yeah, the crawler is just like, no, no, no. I mean, the, the crawler is to donuts. Dunkin' Donuts crawler is to donuts as Domino's pizza is to pizza. Okay, that, so what are all their other donuts like? Dirt or something? Just not very good. Yeah, but okay. the, the like Domino's pizza, it's like, yeah, it's five dollars and it's acceptable for the price. Like that's and, true. And I'll still I'll still regard it as pizza for five bucks. I don't, and I get way more than five dollars of enjoyment out out of a five dollar medium five dollar medium pizza. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't know that if someone handed me a box of Dunkin' Donuts, though, I would even want them, or no. I would take them and I like give them to somebody. What about sprinkles? I bet you you would eat a rainbow sprinkle one if the whole box. I don't is... think I would. Ooh. I love rainbow sprinkles. What about Munchkins? Get no. Munchkins because it's just like the jelly I do a I do an internal like. <laughs> the face you're making really does show like i feel like if i threw a munchkin into your face with the way you're chomping your teeth I that would it, catch it would it just in my mouth and <laughs> just, just macerate it. it but like there's a there's a calculation you do with foods right mm-hmm. like i'm gonna eat a bunch of calories like i know it's not that great for me whatever but like i can handle it but like if i'm gonna do that i want it to be really good yeah. so like i feel like i'd just be wasting my time if i ate it on your donut though yeah 
I guess that's true. I'm happier that I oh, ate, true. even though I'm not happy all that I ate those donuts. <laughs> I'm happier I ate that than if it had been Dunkin' Donuts. Though, yes. if I'd eaten Dunkin' Donuts, I probably wouldn't feel so bad. No. Because they're so, like, they're like air. I, I can't really segue into this, but I had a question for you this week. Okay. Well, and, and maybe a whole, maybe it's an even bigger question. Okay. So, like, outside of this week, like, you're going to need to ask it every week for a while? No, 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 no. Maybe it's bigger than a question. Oh. Do you wait bigger than a question? What's bigger than a question? I'm never gonna let you get to it. Oh man, uh, what's bigger than a question? Many questions. Okay, lots enough. of answers. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm the one asking the questions. Oh, hey, officer, please. That's right. You... <laughs> Don't take me in. <laughs> oh, I, I might have to. Oh well, what did I do? <laughs> well, turns out uh, we have you on the record for robbing a donut shop. Oh no. Yeah, extortion and bribery charges. You see any donuts on me? I uh, see donuts in you. Oh. God, they're, they're coming out of my nose. Oh, man. Officer, please put me out of my misery. <laughs> uh, anyways, your question. Uh, please step into the car, sir. Oh, that was The car terrible. goes down into the ground. Is, are your improv classes like That's an improv. You just improved me. Yeah, I did. Oh, man. Sorry. I wasn't trying to make it good. I was just following, following along. Oh, that was good. Hey. I didn't know what to do with it. I was <laughs> you were scared. like, whoa, what do I? I'm not, I'm not a character. All of a sudden, I'm a cop. What's oh, going on? Oh, and I'm just a perp. Can I just shoot you? Is that a thing that cops do in improv? Uh, so I you? think that would, <laughs> I think that would be. I, you would need to accept that, like as energy. Like I would need to be kind of like producing that scenario. Because if you shot me and I died, if it was like the scene was going towards me being shot, like first of all, I know I know barely anything. You about were being improv. annoying, and you're in the same room as me, and I have a gun. Yeah. So like so... you could shoot me, but like. If you were killing the scene, like if you shot me in the head, yep. it was like, bang, you're definitely dead. I shot dead. you in the head, you were dead. Yeah, then it would be like, that guy's kind of a dick. Yeah. But if you like shot me, and it was like, I was, we were leading up to that, and I kind of slowly died, and it was funny in some way. I don't know, like donuts started shooting out of the hole or something. Yeah, uh, a donut hole shooting out your donut hole. <laughs> oh, God. It's, uh, that would be difficult to portray. The that's, human, that's quite some if you're thinking work. of the human donut hole, what orifice in the body is that? The donut. So, human, like, when you say donut hole, you mean like like a munchkin, a or you mean like donut the hole? hole. Oh, don't make me what talk about it? that. What is it? What's it's the a human donut? What is else it? would it be? It or... Could be the mouth. That's where the donuts go. It's the donut hole. Yeah, but the. Okay, I was gonna say the hole's too big, but I'm like, wait, <laughs> why does a butthole? <laughs> when you find out, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> How wait? How big are the donuts you eat, or how big are the buttholes you see? <laughs> All right, ask me a stupid question, officer. Ah, <laughs> uh, poop. Oh, oh jeepers! I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what's the question? You've been like sitting out all week, apparently. Yeah, I've thought about it. Um, do you dream? No, you don't dream. Actually, I mean, I. I barely dream, but I don't think that's the point of the question. Okay, yes, I dream. Wait. No, 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 really. That's, that was one of the things that I was wondering. Um, I hardly ever dream. I never have dreams that, in retrospect, felt very real. Hold on. You had a dream where your teeth fell out. Yeah, I barely remember it. There was like a... I, I remember like looking in the mirror and some of my teeth falling out. And that's, that's it. And it's just a... It's like fuzzy. Huh. It's kind of honestly, it's kind of how I remember a lot of my life. A lot of my life is like very fuzzy. I don't have like sharp memories of most things. Do you think your life might be a dream? Ooh. Wow, maybe. 
hope not. You know what? My life is a dream. <laughs> Reality just came crashing down on JP in the room. He's, yeah. He's suffocating it's spinning under around its right weight. Uh, uh, oh. Okay. Was that... Do you need more information? No, that was, that was one of the questions. Do you... I mean, like, so some people, like, dream a lot. Mm-hmm. And they have very vivid dreams. They wake up and they're like, oh, my gosh. Like, I remember the smell of things. And I remember feeling things and stuff. My dreams are like, I remember a scenario... Some of it. Yeah. And if I remember a dream, which is usually one out of a hundred times I sleep, I remember something about my dream. And that's about it. Do you think that those dreams like mean something? When I do remember them? Yeah. No, not at all. Huh. I think I just happen to... There's like, I mean, there's different like processes that go on when you're sleeping. And whether you remember dreams or not, I think is, is partially related to how you sleep. And hmm. um, so I don't put a lot of stock in dreams. Because huh. I just consider them things that my brain generated for some reason as part of a process or part of something going on in my life. Or yeah. it's like a movie your brain is playing for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly it. Yeah, it's, I want a, I want a YouTube <laughs> series of you explaining things, and someone goes, "This episode's about dreams. What are dreams? They're like a movie <laughs> that your brain is playing for you." <laughs> <laughs> and then it just cuts out or there's like 14 more minutes but you're just like staring into the camera yeah i think i got that from somebody but i i, I like that i like that concept i mean for some people it's like that if i watched movies yeah. like that they'd be like broken down vhs tapes from the <laughs> be awful. like 70s or something well, Hello. why are these commercials playing right uh why is everything yeah. broken nicole uh your, your wife was telling me you you had a, a certain dream oh. about something I don't know if it was you or, or her. She, I mean, she told me to definitely make sure that you <laughs> told about a very specific dream, and it was either oh, your dream or her dream. I I might know what she's talking about because there's a very specific dream that caused me to not like harm Nicole, but like <laughs> what? <laughs> it, oh, <laughs> it, yes. didn't, it didn't feel good. It it's very short. Okay, you sure she's? You sure it's not? I mean, we can like, cut it. We can check with her later and cut it out if. She didn't want us to. Oh, no, no. She's not going to mind. Oh. It's it's very short. Uh, I just don't know if it's that dream or not, like why she would have brought it up. Or... We'll find out. Oh, because I told her, I told them what the topic was going to be when you were like away from the table. Oh, you have like a theme, huh? Yeah. Secret themes. Mm-hmm. I have a theme too. It's, oh, wait, no, I just have a bunch <laughs> of things written down. There's no theme at all. Yeah. Um, uh, no, one time I was... Uh, so obviously, <laughs> I'll preface this by saying Nicole and I sleep in the same bed together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's lay down that beat. Um, <laughs> the same and, twin bed. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so, you know, I won't go into that. But um, so one night I was having a dream, and uh, I don't even remember most of the dream. This is again like m- most of my dreams are like. But I do remember that at one point in it, there was an animal, and it was like a like a badger or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's it started to attack my face. And oh, no. for whatever reason, in my dream and in real life, I instead <laughs> of slapping around or anything like that, I just started wildly swinging my face left and right. And I woke. <laughs> she woke up, and I woke up to me smacking her face with my face <laughs> left and right, like as if you were slapping someone in the face with your hand. But it was entirely with my face. So I like I was shaking the badger off. I mean, maybe it was like her face was coming close to me, and in my dream it was like you're under attack, and I was like pop 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 pop. So yeah, she woke up to to me like head uh, head 
butting her. Yeah. Uh, side to side, yeah, because I thought she was a badger attacking my face. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's, uh, that's probably <laughs> it. That's definitely <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, do you ever, have you ever, been scared at night like i used to fear this especially like early on when we were sleeping in the same bed together um that like you know i would put my arm around her sometimes when we go to sleep right yeah uh i'm afraid that like in my sleep i'm going to like think i'm being attacked by somebody or something and start like squeezing her hard or like punch her or like honestly my biggest fear for a long time was like i'm gonna break her neck in my sleep just like, cause I've like I've seen too many action movies. I'm gonna be in. The, I'm gonna be like Jean Claude Van Damme is fighting me in my dream, and I'm like, I gotta kill him. And I'm, for some reason, he's in my embrace right now. And then, uh, yeah. So, have you ever fe- have you ever feared that? Am I, I? I've never feared that, and I think it's funny that you fear that because I think Nicole would just like lay you out. She would in definitely dream world. like she she, she like... would so badly. If Nicole was like a dream warrior and she came into my dream, she would murder me. Yeah, she'd have two Plus, swords. I wouldn't, even, and... I wouldn't even know what's going on most of the time. No, like, everything would be fuzzy for me. It would be totally clear for her. Yeah, you're you're in the world, and the thing is not the thing, but it, it is also the thing. Right. You know, it would all be vague, and she. I'd be like, I had like a thing in my hand. You and... were you, but you weren't right. really you. And, we and were she'd in be our like, house, I had a gun, <laughs> and I shot you. Like, and oh, you, man. you died, and yeah. it was worse than improv class. <laughs> Nothing's worse than improv class. No, that's not true. Uh, no, I like it a lot. Uh, but uh, do you? So you've never feared hurting somebody in your sleep? You know, not. Uh, I mean, maybe. I, I've never actually feared doing it. The yeah. likelihood that I do is actually pretty high. I mean, <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey often. So you have the opposite problem. I've never done anything like that except for one time, but I fear it. <laughs> you don't fear it, but you do it. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't much matter to me. Yeah. I the thing that that scares me is not being feared while i'm asleep (laughs) i want to make sure people know that i am dangerous when i'm asleep so they don't mess with me (laughs) i just like i go to bed and i'm like i'm gonna fuck you up I'm you a, say that into a little mirror. I'm a fuck you up. Oh my god! That's gosh. what I do right before bed. I just I close my eyes and I look at myself. I'm like, I'm gonna fuck you up. So you said you didn't like personal development. Those are called affirmations. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do affirmations. And then are I we, go to then I go to bed. Kelsey puts her arm around me while I'm sleeping, like, and I just elbow like, to the face. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely feel like you want people to fear you while you sleep? No. Yes. A little bit. Yeah. I. Oh man. I, so I don't, good. I mean, yeah. I, I like to have like my space in the bed. Yeah. So for me, the fact that I go to sleep and I'm a little like, like I have what I call snowboarding dreams, like where I'm like, whoosh, whoosh, like I, yeah. I flip over, I roll over, like in my sleep, mm. and to me, it brings me like this, like small sense of pride, mm. because like. You're so good at dream snowboarding. No, like the the fact is, like I I own this bed. This is my bed. I'm king of the bed. Like, oh, so you, it's all you like snow base. Make sure I have my space here because I might, you know, I I can't control what I do in my sleep. Yeah, what happens which happens in bed. Really helps me fall town. asleep easier because I get like tons of space, and at the expense of your wife. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Also, there's when you have a life. you have like a king size. We bed, do have though, a right? king size bed, yeah. and part of it is because of my affliction as a, a snowboarding sleeper. Oh my gosh! Also, I mean, the, the good thing about that is like, okay, let's say like three guys are sharing a room, and there are two beds. Yeah. One night of sleeping with me, you're out. 
And that person does not want to sleep in the same bed for the rest of the week or whatever. How often does that happen to you? No, it's happened once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you you taught them a lesson. Oh, they yeah, they were out. They're like, dude, you... And you, you woke are... up, you stared him straight in the eye, and you said, I'm king of the mountain. <laughs> I'm going to mess... I'm going to tussle your hair, boy. I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you such bad head. Ooh. <laughs> oh I'm going to pretend you're a badger attacking my face. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrestle you. In my sleep. Yeah. Oh, man. So. Huh. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Is there more to the question? <laughs> there's, there's more to the question. So, Kelsey, Kelsey had a dream a few nights ago. That she was, uh, she was a, a 12-year-old black boy. And she was running away from a, a, an angry mom. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's intense. And that I same night. Whole, whole page of oh notes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's that question of like, do dreams mean something? Like dreams like that, I'm always like, what on earth is your subconscious like right. feeling that day to have that happen to you? Um, How did she know she was twelve? Uh, you know, it's that dream sense you get. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's like that. Because um, the first thing I thought of when you said that was twelve years of slave. Oh, twelve yeah. African American mm-hmm. running away from people. She's a little, like a little tiny 12 yeah. years of slave character. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. There's a bit of that. Does she, what else happened in the dream? That's really, that's... That's that all she remembers. Yeah. And, and for me, like, the thing that I try to capture from dreams is, like, what's the emotion that you're feeling? Like, because that, yeah. that seems to be, like, the most significant thing about it. Because yeah. I think you can actually learn something from that. Okay. Like, to where, you know, if you're fearful in your dream or you're anxious in your dream or angry, then yeah. there's probably something that, like, your body... And, and subconscious and like that your physiology is trying to communicate to you yeah and like speak to you through that or work out in your dream like I, I don't know like there's a lot where sleeping ends up being a reset for your body to where like not only do you recharge when you get sleep but I think you also kind of process through and release things you literally do at like a chemical level yes oh okay but, yeah so um, um I, I think I don't know I dreams somewhat kind of play out to that. So I, yeah. I like to pay attention to the emotional content. And the I feel same... kind of bad there earlier. I was like, dreams don't mean anything. You're well, like, here's what I think here's, of dreams. Here's what I think. No, I, I don't know. I think there's something significant there. But that same night where she was a 12-year-old uh, black boy running away from a lynch mob, I... Yikes. Yeah, she's in a wedding party that weekend. So I totally understand. I was in the dream, too. I'm like, no, no, no. What's he, the flower uh, boy? That... <laughs> that night, I had a dream that I was a contestant on The Bachelor, and all the bridesmaids <laughs> were trying to win my affections. Wait, wait, wait. Have you ever seen The Bachelor? <laughs> I know the premise. Uh, uh, it is both funny as a dream and funny because for some reason they're all bridesmaids instead yeah. of just women. <laughs> no, they're all the bridesmaids in the wedding that we were at. Oh, were the contestants? Yeah, they were the, the contestants. <laughs> and the okay. whole time on the show, I'm trying to convince whoever the host is. I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm married. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> should and the whole time, he's like, look, you're you're under contract. You are obligated to go on these dates with these women. Oh my gosh, whatever just, happens, you need you need to keep it together and stay cool. That's like, crazy. Just do this. You yeah. agreed to do this. I'm like, I didn't, but okay, I didn't agree. And so to we're it. going on these dates, and I'm telling these women like, hey. I just want you to know I'm married. <laughs> like, <Sorry. laughs> it's just like, it was, 
<laughs> the worst time oh man I've ever had yeah that, that was the worst time i've ever had on the bachelor <clears throat> yeah it's the worst it, honestly that's so... I, I feel really bad for whoever was watching that in their dream yeah right <laughs> that would be that would be awesome if dreams are interconnected to that extent like you could never fully interact with other people but you yeah. could watch other people doing things and in your dream it would seem like it was just tv and when you woke up it would just seem like it was just a thing in my dream well, but you're actually why is that a rule of dream reality? Why can't you interact with other people's dreams? Well, I'm just saying that – oh, I mean, I guess that could be. Do you think it's possible for people to meet in dreams no. and then meet each other later in real life and recognize each other from the dream? No. Really? <laughs> um, I don't want to say I don't. I've never really thought about that. Um, I don't put oh, – again, I've never – you know what? I think my experience with dreams mm – -hmm has put me at a point where I don't think much about them because I barely have them. I barely remember them. Um, so I, I think for you, so like, obviously you have relatively vivid dreams and you remember a lot of things about them. And so it, you even have the possibility of attributing meaning and things to dreams Yeah, because you remember stuff about them. But well, for you me, remember like the teeth dream and not, like, well, but the thing is like weird, but you like, didn't really think about it. I remember like a blip of it. Like yeah. most streams, I remember like a blip of them. I don't remember much happening. Like the thing with the like badger or whatever it was. I remember a thing attacking oh my, my face, my my teeth falling out. Like, I mean, if you hadn't mentioned it to me a couple of times, I probably wouldn't even remember I even had it six mm. months from now. But um, I do remember like my teeth falling out or a couple of them falling out and uh, feeling very like upset. But also like at the same time, not feeling that upset because... I've I historically had teeth problems, so I'm just like, great. It's just I guess just oh. an exaggeration of that. Um, but like that's the extent I remember, and I remember it very infrequently. Mm -hmm. So it's probably just in general harder for me to attribute meaning to dreams because I hardly remember them. But I can see how if you remember them a lot, yeah, you can. And and you know it's valid. Yeah. But I don't think about dreams much for that reason. I think it'd be cool if we all interact in our dreams. I don't think there's enough. Like, I feel like there's an interconnectedness between people that maybe hasn't been fully, isn't fully understood or something like that. But, mm. um, I don't know. Maybe you can communicate in dreams. Let's go to a dream together. That'd be cool. Yeah. We could be the two bachelors who are trying to explain to all the ladies why we're married. Please get us off the show. <laughs> why are we here? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was. Have the... you ever heard of Rose Buddies? Yeah. Uh, Griffin McElroy and, uh, his yeah. wife. His wife. They I do. Think I've, I think I've heard of it. They literally. Every it's a bachelor fan cast. Yeah, it's a bachelor yeah. fan cast. They have like they have a I don't know, they have a Facebook group of like twenty thousand people or something like that. I yeah, I don't the bachelor to me just It's oh, crazy. Let me explain the premise to you. You ready? Yeah. Alright. I mean I'm pretty sure I know. So there's this dude in the show yep. that is uh dating how many women they start with? That I don't know. Let's 20? just say twenty women. Sure. So there's this dude in the show who's casually dating 20 women like trying to figure out which of the 20 women he wants to date yeah let's keep it let's not keep even it. date marry he's not, right he's or... not yeah yeah so he might want to marry one of them like down the road they might fall in love cool yeah. let's just keep it at that just to start and keep sure. it like okay right right like that sort of makes sense like you know there's there's a, a pool of people you might be interested in mm -hmm. and so like you may want to think about dating you know a handful of them yeah. at some point in time whatever right. Like that could happen. Well, I mean, yeah. Like you get into the show, time, but... <clears throat> and you start dismissing women that you might not get along with, that you don't really connect with, etc. But there comes a point in time in the show where you're like, "I'm dating you, and 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 you." I think I was twelve, and I, 
I don't know how I feel about any of you, but I I like all of you and I want to be with all of you yeah. and I want to see how this is playing out. Yeah. And so these women like get whittled I down. You haven't seen the show. Yeah, these these women get whittled down to like three women. <laughs> what I'm wondering right now, and is- the man visits each of their homes and has conversations with their families. Their families, and he's seeing each of them like is intimate with each of them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. and they're talking to their families like. Well, I'm talking intimate as far as like they're sharing personal like history, sure, okay, okay. sharing stories yeah. about themselves. Maybe like they they may actually like, get intimate at some yeah. point, yeah. but. Then, like, each of these women is, is like, come, bringing them home. It's like, oh, man, you know, I'm seeing this great guy, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, he sounds awesome. Yeah, small little red flag here. He's also, like, seriously into two other people right now. And he might not actually choose me. But. Drop I- the mother right now because this is an awful idea for a television show. Yeah, you can just casually and then seriously date a bunch of women and just have it be okay. And not even, like, it's. I don't know if it's worse or Sorry, better that they all know I shouldn't say about casually it. date. I should say casually cheat on a bunch of women. Yeah. And they all know about it. They all know about it. How is this? How? Why do we subject ourselves to this? Like, what? That is so damaging to a person. I think, honestly, I think it's more damaging to viewers. Because. The viewers. Huh. Because if you're on those shows, you, you do end up making some money doing it and mm-hmm. not like just some money like i bet you if those women get to the end make like you know 20 to 75 grand for their efforts yeah and a lot of so them like have a, like social media presence and yeah they make, yeah so like totally. i'm sure there are people on the show who get emotionally harmed by it but i feel like moreover they're probably like i'm just bought into what i'm doing like whatever and some of them might even fake it for a long time and i what like none of those relationships even last yeah but I think the people who watch it, it's probably a little worse. Especially like, oh, you know what? You're right. Like, I can't just choose one person at once. I got to figure out all the people I'm going to spend time with and love and be intimate with. Maybe I should date a bunch of women. Maybe I shouldn't even let them know about each other. I got to imagine that that has a harder impact on them. But Because yeah. if you're on that show, you're probably crazy already. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a little bit broken being on that show as it is. Um, it's kind of a broad statement, but Yeah. Oh man, that's such a good Looking synopsis of uh, The Bachelor, though. Ah, uh, yeah, that's I crazy. I didn't know one like that. The he meets their families. Yeah, they, the, the final three. So I've I've seen enough that my wife watches it. Yeah, I was gonna say like you're like, oh, no, I don't know much about it, no. but except for I how know it works up the until entire the season. premise of the show, <laughs> he gives them roses, right? Yeah, no, it just makes me in- incredibly angry every time it's on. I'm just like, this is this is absolutely ridiculous. Like if this yeah. happened in real life. And I mean, it, does it does happen, happen in, real in real life, life. yeah. And and plates, just usually, like, plates are thrown against the wall, and yeah, mothers are threatened, and like, I mean, I I know at least one person who did like the open dating thing, so I'm sure the parents didn't know, but like supposedly yeah. the women knew that there were other women. Crazy, um, which is crazy. I don't to know. Me. I mean, people people do it, and uh, it's I a, don't get it's it. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, it's a lifestyle. You gotta own it. You gotta yes. live by it. You gotta do it. <laughs> you gotta. That's their dream. The, I mean, the thing I'm more okay about with it being on, I was gonna call it Rose Buddies, on um, The Bachelor is like <laughs> people are getting paid for it. You know, it's like yeah. kind of like a little job for a while. I bet you The Bachelor dude makes bank on it. Probably at the end. Uh, I mean, on Survivor, I'm actually a big Survivor fan, but mm. on Survivor, uh, so the main person wins a million bucks, but the second place person, uh, from my understanding of it, like what people. The estimates are the second place person makes like 100 grand third That's place person makes like 50 grand you just have to put a month in of work i mean it's ha- it's actually very hard yeah but um you know they make some money off of it but 
Man. Oh, you know what you would like, though? What's that? Um, so you don't like The Bachelor. I get it. Like, so messed up. They're dating all those people. And at the end, there's those three people. And they meet their family. That's so... That's gross. You know? Don't do that. Mm-hmm. But you would like... And you're definitely going to like this. I'm definitely not joking. Is a show called Naked Dating. <laughs> <laughs> Naked first date? Uh, no. Naked, Naked every date. all date. All the time, everyone's naked. <laughs> uh, a friend, a, a person I used to work with, um, I was talking with her like at a wedding or something, and she was like, I love trash TV, which I had never known about her. Oh. She was like, there's this one show. It's like the trashiest <laughs> is all, and you need to see it. And I, I was like, that sounds ridiculous. And so Nicole and I were like, uh, let's watch one episode. We watched two seasons of it. <laughs> and it's two people, a man and a woman. They're on a tropical island take off all their clothes and then proceed to date i think 20 people a piece what for like two months or something on this island every date is naked they're naked all the time oh on the show my gosh. is this where that thing that question you asked about showing up naked to a movie theater came from maybe like in a weird way i didn't it wasn't top of I mind mean, but yeah maybe it came from point. that why not i don't know i mean i dream of it feels done it moved on it moved on to naked and dating Bachelor in the I think it's just called naked dating, actually. Naked dating. Ancient wisdom. Ancient wisdom. Ancient wisdom. Uh, there is uh, so interpret dream, dream interpretation. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of people that believe that dreams have. So like, I, I deal with dreams. I'm like, okay, there there is sort of this sense of like the things that we can kind of prove about dreams is like, yeah. They're generated by you, more or less. They're related mm. to your subconscious. They're probably connected with feelings, you know, Could uh, be. other th- like your physiology and your biology and all the other stuff that happens in your body, like has an effect on them. And dreams can tell you something about that, right? But then I the- mean, I I think that could be. Yeah, I don't know. That's a fact, but it could be. Um, but then there there are others who will take that potentially a step further mm. and ascribe larger significance to dreams that you have definitely um and i'm not talking about like very large like goals no no i know what you mean like aspirations like your literal dreams your your nighttime dreams yes so this has been like you know why widely supported in ancient traditions Mm -hmm. but there's also like people today who still sort of like live in that vein is there a difference do you think between that between what between like people who interpret dreams today versus people who interpreted dreams say like bc or like if i were to gut instinct respond to that yeah the answer would be definitely not definitely not that they're exactly the same okay (laughs) and that context is everything it's just like today people might interpret it in such a way that they can feel like they're justifying it by modern contextual cultural standards yeah but the people who did in the past probably felt the same way and people probably believe them the same way i don't know like it i think it depends on the level to which you interpret a dream so there's a there's an old jewish story Okay. Um, of uh, this boy named Joseph, and I'll, I'll just tell the whole story, and I'll, I'll cut out all the boring parts. <laughs> <laughs> There's a just kidding. Uh, boy, Joba, Joba, boy, Joba, Egypt, Josh. done. Uh, so Joseph, Joseph was one of twelve, uh, I believe, and uh, his father Jacob, Big family, loved him more than all the other sons. He was smarter, you know better at things, et cetera. And so he gave him a coat of, they say, many colors. Yes. It's like an, an ornamented, decorative coat. It's like the beautiful coat. And so it sort of like marked him 
against his brothers as the favorite child. So they basically like throw him in a pit, sell him off to slavery, and then tell his father he gets eaten by a bear. Right. I'm familiar with the story. So, yeah. Joseph, <laughs> yeah, you read you read uh, Bible stories growing up. I did. So Joseph. There was gets, a play about it or something too, right? Oh, like a musical. Joseph yeah. and the multi multicolored. Yeah, coat or something Joseph like and the Technicolor Dream. Technicolor Dream. Yeah. yeah, there we go. <laughs> so. Joseph uh, gets carted off. He's working uh, for Potiphar, who's like one of Pharaoh's like right hand men. Hmm. He's like in Potiphar's house, taking care of all the household stuff. He like becomes basically the, the second, you know, his second. He's like the house manager, and Potiphar's wife is like trying to like get his goods, like Uh-oh. jump on his junk. He's like, watch out, Potiphar. Oh, you know, he's handsome. Like we know from the story, like he's like good looking dude, well endowed, mm. muscular, like. Let's Plus go. he's got that coat. And he's got that sweet, <laughs> sweet coat. Which is now he's now a full grown man wearing a child's coat. <laughs> Fat guy in a little coat. So yeah, so she like wants to get up on the goods. And I'm thinking he's wearing the coat like a hat at this point. <laughs> he's got a little, <laughs> got a little bandana. <laughs> the multicolored bandana. Yeah. So she she like wants up on him and he won't do it because he's like, No, I'm loyal to your husband. And uh Whoa. Yeah. Oh, wow, this is, like, early Yeah, um, so he's like, marriage. no, 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 he's like, I'm no, kidding. hey, I'm loyal to your husband, like, I work for him. Yeah. He trusts me, he's trusted me with everything, even you. Yeah. And so she goes and tells her husband that Joseph slept with her. Oh. To get rid of I don't of remember him this because, part of the story. Yeah, and I, I mean, part of it is probably because, like, I mean, you think about it, she might have been so embarrassed that she, like, pushed it with him so much yeah. that he might have been worried that. Or she might have she been worried that he that was going to say something. Right. So your wife tried, to, but I didn't do anything. So she like beat him to the punch and said he did. Yeah, yeah. So instead of killing him, which is what he, you know, most people would have done in that. I, yeah, you know, sure, I kill him. In Egypt, he uh, he sends him to prison, where he he meets two other people who had been in prison. Who had worked kind of like in Pharaoh's kitchens and, and done stuff. I don't remember these parts of the story. So they had had uh, – so we're getting to the point of dreams. Yeah, right? yeah. So Joseph, one of his special skills, in addition to having a sweet multicolored <laughs> children's coat. The best coat. Being well endowed and being muscular <laughs> is also a dream interpreter. And so Joseph oh, yeah. interprets both of these people's dreams yeah. – Basically saying, like, okay, your dreams more or less mean, like, you're going to die terribly for this thing. And you are actually going to go back to work. But the problem is, it's like in seven years, Egypt is going to have a famine. But it's going to be preceded by, like, six years of plenty. So what Mm. you need to do is, like, basically store up and save for that seven years of famine because everybody's going to die. Oh, I thought you said they were going to – oh, so six years, no famine, seven years. Yeah, something like that. But basically, like, there's going to be a famine for a very long time. Like, you need to prepare for it. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, remember me when this happens and tell your – you know, share this because I don't want to be in jail. Yeah, yeah. So they go. One of the guys ends up dying in – Uh-oh. Yeah, because he interpreted the dream. No, Joseph. You're going to die. And the other guy goes back and works for Pharaoh again and – Famine happens. Yeah. And so... Wait, he was in jail and then he got his job back with the pharaoh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... I mean, Very yeah. fair pharaoh. Yeah. Pharaoh, pharaoh. A pharaoh. Pharaoh, Yeah, so anyway, they go... Um, he remembers all of this happening mm. and he goes back to pharaoh and once it all comes to pass, he remembers Joseph and then Joseph interprets a dream that pharaoh had. And Okay, yeah, yeah. Honestly, pharaoh's dream may have actually been the one about the famine. I'm not, I don't, I don't remember entirely, but like the point is 
is you've got this guy with like a track record where he interprets one dream and gets it right. He interprets yeah. another dream and gets Kills it right. Him. And then like the top guy comes to him and says, I have this dream. Yeah. And he gets that one right. Oh, man. Three in a row. But so I, I guess the question is, is we got ancient wisdom. Yeah. Against like the sort of like weird, I don't know, the way that some dreams can sometimes get interpreted today. Hmm. And I guess what is the... I wonder if there's a distinction between those two. What do you think? (laughs) You're like, I think this is a trap. That's what I think. (laughs) We're at the point in Inception where the the van is careening off the edge of the bridge and everyone is like, Falling yeah, slowly the, moving, slowly falling yeah. into the water. Right. Oh man, that's a great scene. This mm-hmm. is the second or third time we talked about Inception. Yeah. Uh, at the end, everybody dies. No. Um, uh, this is like a honeypot or something. I don't know. I'm gonna get stuck in it, and then you're gonna trap me. I don't. Okay. Hmm. How. The question is, how truly accurate was he? We have, if we have to assume that thousands of years ago he mm-hmm. did nail these dreams. Also, that's one time. I'm not saying it's one time he did it. I'm saying Three it's time. <laughs> oh no, am I counting so wrong? Uh, I'm saying like, okay, he did this. Mm-hmm. One guy did. How many other guys interpreted dreams? Got them perfectly right. So you want to know my interpretation? Okay, I'll tell you it once yeah. you're done. I'm dancing me. around. You're I'm ready? dancing. Yeah. All right. I think the coat gave him special powers. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I forgot to mention was he wore the coat as a turban whenever he interpreted All dreams. All the other dream interpreters are bullshit because they, they didn't have the coat. They ain't got no multicolored coats. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the fifth Indiana Jones movie. It was you know you got the <laughs> right. crystal skull, the goblet of fire, <laughs> the golden yeah, the, 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 crystal, the ark of the covenant, and the multicolored and jacket. the multicolored that dream would be jacket. The best <laughs> Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> we have to find this coat. Why? Because it gives us the power to interpret dreams. <laughs> what close, close your eyes, Marion. <laughs> well, I interpret this color. The coat's too bright. <laughs> You'll be blind. All the Nazis around you, are, all the white supremacists around you are blinded by your multicolored coat. Keep them closed. Uh. <laughs> it's so hard to say goodbye. It's so hard. <laughs>